If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two, and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups, and then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny, but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on you know things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. All right, so, uh, yeah, we're trying something different tonight. We are trying to go uh, doing this as a live stream and recording it, and also uh, as a uh, episode. So we're going to see how this works out. Uh, we'll kind of keep track if there is, uh, anybody that happens to hop onto this last minute spur of the moment, uh, live stream and sees the chat options up there. Uh, uh, hopefully I can <laughs> see you guys chatting along. Uh, anyway, so basically, uh, just to get started with, the episode that I originally recorded that was supposed to be going on today was more or less my thoughts on the upcoming election, even though I had already touched on it briefly. The overall kind of spread of the thing was the, the the rhetoric that's going around leading up to today, uh, election day in the, in the states here. Uh, there was a lot of it going on where people are saying that it's the the life and death of democracy it's the threat of democracy uh, if if you don't vote our way then democracy is going to die and i i take a lot of issue with that because a lot of that was coming out of the the left the the democrat camp now if you're new to this show if this is you just hopped on because you saw a notification about the stream going on or whatever um just to give you a little 30 second introduction to me. I am very much like centrist. I don't I I don't really have 
any love for either of the extremist sides of things. I think extremism is fucking stupid. No matter what what color you want to paint it in, you're still being extremist, and it's kind of stupid. And my big problem, and a lot of a couple of people have said this to me, where it's like, well, you're always trying to dunk on the left, and you're always talking shit about the left. No, my problem is, I my general consensus is, I just want to be left the fuck alone. I don't want to have to deal with people forcing their beliefs and their values onto my way of life. I don't force my beliefs and my values on anybody's way of life. I just appreciate the same thing being done to me. Now, the the big problem I have with it, like I said, the, the right in recent days have been more content to just kind of sit back and leave people the fuck alone. Whereas the left is acting like there's this huge, massive threat to our democracy. And without getting into all the other talking points that people that talk about this kind of thing on a regular basis say, yeah, technically the United States is not a democracy. It's a democratic republic. But the democracy part of it is you are democratically allowed to pick your representatives. And the representatives go and handle the, well, they're supposed to go and handle the running of the government. They're really not that efficient if you stop and think about it. But ultimately, that's how it's supposed to work. It's the the whole uh, saying it's a threat to our democracy is is not accurate. It's not a good good way of looking at things. It's and I like I said I don't intentionally just shit on the left. Although a lot of the problems I have with people nowadays is people that are more hardcore extremist left. Not, I mean, I'm, I, when I was younger and even up until recently, I was considered fairly liberal myself because I'm a firm believer that I don't really give a damn if what you identify as or who you love or any of that stuff. As long as you're not hurting anybody, I don't give a shit what you do with your own life. Um, and unless you're like one of those creepy kid touchers, that's a whole different conversation. But the, the rhetoric I keep hearing about this and, the the fact that people are pushing this, it's a threat to our democracy. If you don't, if we don't vote blue, if if those Republicans get back into control of the Congress, it's uh, democracy dies tonight. And the problem I have with that is, no, it doesn't. That's not how it works. Even if Republicans managed to flip every single seat in, in Congress and Congress became blood red, that's still not the death of democracy. The death of democracy is saying only one party should have any control and any say in the direction this country is running. That is literally the worst excuse for democracy ever to say it's only a democracy. If our side wins it is fucking stupid. And I don't understand how people are like rationalizing this in their minds. I don't understand how people think this makes any kind of goddamn sense because it's like a logical fallacy saying the only way we're having a democracy is if only my side of the belief is represented it just even saying it doesn't make any sense to me it's just it's, just, it's fucking ridiculous and um in the lost audio that was <laughs> the, uh supposed to be posted today it really i i did kind of go deeper into that and honestly it's been a couple days since i recorded it i forgot a lot of what i said about that uh, one of the reasons why i didn't I really hesitated to do a live thing here and uh, if you can see on the graphic hopefully I'm doing this right and you can see the graphic where it's got the little phone number at the bottom that is the uh, direct dial line uh, if you want to you know call and tell me I'm wrong or tell me I'm right or whatever um, because honestly with this live stuff <laughs> I don't have a script I don't have notes 
this is all very much on the fly and I'm kind of doing it just to, uh, to, you know, offset the fact that I didn't have an episode come out today. So this is going to be a little rambly because it's not nearly as well steered as I like to have things. <laughs> so, uh, I guess you guys are getting kind of a peek behind the curtain if you're, if you're watching this or when you hear this, if you listen to the show to, uh, realize, yeah, Aaron has a lot to say, but there's a lot of rambling going on. I mean, be surprised how much editing I actually do to just keep make it sound like I'm coherent and on track. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the the general rub of things that I have issues with that sort of rhetoric. Uh, I I really I don't appreciate things being super divisive. I don't like people that I mean everybody's entitled to their own opinion, right? And everybody's at least I believe everybody is entitled to their own opinions. There's plenty of people out there that think and people having their other opinions is dangerous and it's it's a threat to their way of life just because people don't agree with them. And I think there's a lot of you know deeper seated issues to that, a lot of fucked up problems in our society because things like you know people having that weak of a core of self worth where people disagreeing with them somehow jeopardizes their entire existence. It's I mean, it's weak-minded. It's it's kind of sad, really, but it it's a problem. So, uh, I just derailed my own train of thought. But yeah, so this whole you know fear-mongering approach to this election that's going on, and I'm I, I'm not exactly a spring chicken. And anybody that's watching this, you can get a good look at me for like, hey, hi, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I've been around the block a few times. I've seen multiple elections over the course of the last you know, 25, 30 years where I actually was paying attention to these things even before I was actually old enough to vote in them. And this is really, it's been gradually moving this way over the years. But there was a time where if people were out here ranting and raving about how this is you know, a threat to our country and this is going to be the end of freedom and all this other shit as we know it, they would have just been like mocked and laughed right off the stage. And now it's coming out of the white house. It's coming from the president saying, if you don't vote for our team, democracy is going to die on the vine. And if the Republicans take control of this, everything's in jeopardy and everything's going to be lost. And it's, it's really, I don't, like I said, I don't understand how people can equate to the only way we have democracy is if our side controls literally fucking everything because that's not democracy. That's not a democratic representation unless the entire country actually happened to agree and happened to think in the same manner and feel in the same manners and behave in the same manners where the, that made some sort of sense to have it that way, but it really doesn't. And that's kind of what I, I've been hung up on for the last couple of weeks is, and they've just been doubling down on this like horribly divisive bullshit. And I, I think it's even more hypocritical under the fact that when Sleepy Joe was running for office, he was trying to do this under the, the banner of being a uniter, and he was going to help reunify the country and get us going in the right direction. And one of the biggest things they were criticizing the Cheeto for was the fact that, oh, he was such a divisive figure and that he was incendiary and he was causing all this trouble. And I mean, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the Donald either, but at least with that guy, you kind of knew what you were getting. The guy, he wasn't exactly, you know, slick and sly and crafty. He, When you got those really 
poorly written out tweets and texts at like three o'clock in the morning, you knew that was him and not some intern that was getting paid to try and make the guy sound coherent. And it's realistically, <laughs> it's Biden's whole approach since he's been in office has been to threaten, to insult, to belittle, and to be more divisive than the fucking Cheeto ever could because he was saying like, yeah, you know, you may not like me, but at least my country, my, my point is to try and make this country the priority and try and get things back on America first basis. And I didn't like the guy personally. Personally, I think he's a, a kind of a fuck stick. I always have. I, I didn't like him when he showed up at home alone, you know, and I really wasn't a fan of him as the president either, but at the same time, at least his priorities were to put things here first. And it may sound kind of terrible, but the fact that people found that a divisive issue, I mean, getting past any of the person personality conflicts, getting past any of the other just abhorrent character traits this guy had, I don't see how putting the country you live in as your priority is a divisive issue. I don't understand why it should be a divisive issue. It's we don't live in a global society, regardless of how much people want it to be the case. And realistically, it's we as a species aren't evolved enough to function under those kind of conditions. There's way too much divisive beliefs. There's way too many. I mean, we're not mature enough as a species to just let people live their lives and leave people the fuck alone. Everybody wants everybody else living according to their policies. Everybody wants everybody else doing what makes them feel good. It's it's an extremely selfish mentality that the vast majority of our people have, not, not just in this country, but across the globe. There is not a lot of real altruistic motherfuckers out there. But, um, yeah, again, rambling is great, uh, but... <laughs> It's it's going up. Oh, by the way, thanks, Javier, for uh, piping up in the chat there. I appreciate the support. Help keep me on task there. Um, but yeah, it's it it's this whole uh, the, the episode that I don't like. I, said, I don't know exactly what happened. It, if I was a little more tinfoil hat uh, oriented, I would say they were trying to silence me. They're out to get me. But I'm realistic. I have an audience of like sixty people on the regular and. I don't think anybody thinks I'm that important where they would take the time and effort to silence an episode. I think it was just a computer glitch because my backup files are also corrupted and just dead silence and much shorter than the actual episode I recorded, which I also don't get that either. But so I, uh, yeah, the episode was, like I said, it was mostly talking about how the politics coming out of all these established career politicians who realistically they are so eager to secure their own positions that they are going down this extremely destructive path. It's and I've the the the, the, the rhetoric that's coming out is utterly fucking stupid. I mean, I've seen posts on different social media sites saying things like if if the Republicans take control of Congress, we'll be heading towards a situation similar to Germany in the 30s. Well, Germany in the 30s was having a shit ton of economic problems because they literally just come off of losing a world war. Um, I really don't see that. But we are in a shit ton of economic problems on our own. But, you know, that's, that's an entirely different issue. And 
there's all these people trying to say, oh, well, you know, inflation has nothing to do with the government. It's a global phenomenon. Yeah, except for when the government reacts to these global phenomenons in the same manner as everybody else on the globe is reacting, there's no wonder that the the results are the same. It, if we were acting more independently, and we have the resources to do so, but unfortunately we have a bunch of politicians who are just by and wide geriatric fucks who really don't have any business still being in office. They, I, I really believe that there should not be anybody holding an elected position that couldn't get hired as a Walmart greeter because they're too fucking old and useless. Not that all old people are useless, but after you hit like 65, there's a reason that was the retirement age. Because, frankly, at that point, you should be settling down enjoying your golden years. And you're not as swift on the uptake. You're not as <laughs> well-versed in things that are current situations. And you are really, <laughs> really starting to hit the cognitive decline. And it shows in a lot of our elected representatives. But more importantly... They haven't evolved. They haven't changed. They haven't adapted other than to just try and find new ways to maintain their power structures and solidify the, the corrupt bullshit that got them there in the first place. And there's a lot of greed behind it. There's a lot of just utterly stupid shit. And unfortunately, we've got a bunch of people who seem to think this is the way it's supposed to be, that there there is a reason why... All of our politicians are old enough to be our parents, our grandparents. And I'm saying that as a middle-aged guy. Most of the elected officials in Washington are really too old to still be there. And none of them should be there as long as they've been there. And I'm I'm also, <laughs> I've seen way too many younger people these days um, carrying on about things like, oh, well, you know, Gen Z is going to be the ones that correct this shit. We're the... Best generation ever. We're going to fix all these mistakes. And I see a lot of these social media people making these posts saying things like that. And I'm utterly dumbfounded because they think they're doing something original or something new or they're they're smarter than their, their predecessors. They're going to take the world in a better direction. And I, I have made this comment on multiple posts where I've seen it where these arrogant little bastards are, oh, well, we're going to show you guys what's right. We're turning out in record numbers to vote so we can make a difference. There's a reason why you have to be 25 to rent a car. There's a reason why you're not allowed to drink before you're 21, why you're not allowed to buy handguns before you're 21, why you're not allowed to vote before you're 18. Um, because young people are fucking stupid. And I, you know, I didn't think I was stupid when I was a young person, but as I've gotten older, I look back and I realize how fucking dumb I was. And it's not anything other than the fact that they just don't have the life experience to make the proper decisions on things yet. That's the big underlying audio behind why it is what it is. But that doesn't build a lot of confidence in all these, well, by and wide, like college indoctrinated individuals who are being pandered to by the government by saying, oh, well, we're going to give you guys you know, debt relief and all this other shit, um, that are coming out and saying, oh, we're going to vote blue in record numbers. Yeah, because you're young and stupid and you've been manipulated and you think you're smarter and you see through everything and that's why you're doing what you're doing. And 
it's not that they're so much brighter or better or more moral than any other generation was. It's just that they have more platforms to vent their arrogance on and to convince each other that they're right. They think they're this huge force. It's the exact same, you know, stupid stupidity and arrogance that I saw in my own generation when we were in our our late teens, early twenties. I'm sure it's been that way every generation leading up to now. They just have more ways of putting it out there and connecting with each other. It's not that they're any smarter or they're any better. It's just that they're better, you know, better amplified. And uh, yeah, so the fact that they're you know working together and coordinating to come out in record numbers and do 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 do, like I said, it's not that they're somehow smarter than every other generation leading up till now through the entire course of human history. It's just that they have better resources available to them, which amplifies their stupidity and makes it that much more fucking dangerous. And these are the idiots that are telling us that, oh, no, this is how we save democracy, by making sure only one set of people have a voice. I And these are the same people that are, like, flipping their shit about the removal of censorship on Twitter when Elon Musk bought it. And yeah, I don't entirely, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of his. I don't like, I, let's be honest. I don't like anybody really, but I'm not a huge fan of Elon's, but I do respect the guy, even though he was like, it's not like he's some self-made, you know, pulled up by the bootstraps, came from nothing kind of guy. That's now the world's richest man, but he did take a small fortune and amplify it into the world's richest man. So you gotta, he's gotta at least gotta have some credibility for that. And he is like, He's what you would be if you were an ultra-rich nerd, and he starts doing all this really cool shit. He decides he wants to do something, so he does it. And to date, with the exception of maybe being a little thin-skinned about you know certain people mocking him, um, but he has more or less done what he said he's going to do, and he's tried to remove the censorship and make it an equal level, a level playing field on on Twitter at least. Uh, now a lot of the leftists who benefited from this uh, are, you know, losing their shit and having meltdowns and all these celebrities are talking, oh, well, I'm leaving Twitter forever. You know, and it's like I said in the last episode, it's not a fucking airport. You don't have to announce your departure. Take your shit, take your ball, fucking kick rocks, go home, go away. Nobody cares. And uh, the only, the only thing that really about this is that's how a lot of this communication is done these days through social media apps, uh, the olds like me are, you know, oh, well, we're still, we're on the Facebook. And then we've got, like, I spend way more time on Twitter than is actually friggin' healthy for me uh, because I set it up to work on the podcast. And I, I do that, like I said, probably more than I should, but it's, it, it, it is what it is. And so I see, a lot more stuff coming out from my social media stuff than than just you know average things and i uh I also get a lot of stuff going on that's just i mean I, my feeds are not necessarily geared towards things I wanna see, so that's what makes me go, you know, I don't know what you guys are complaining about saying. You know, this is the death of free speech because now people I don't agree with can have the same access to words that I do. And I, I, I don't get it. It's the same mentality of if we don't have control, then democracy dies. Well, 
you know, it is what it is, but it's, it's being pushed to the point that these people are, you know, way more convinced of their own value, their own self-worth than they should be for having such a shit outlook on life that they have to have their, their, the only way they feel validated is if they are told they're winning and things that shouldn't be a fucking competition are. And it's, it's utterly ridiculous that these things are just pushed and amplified by the current power structure. And the division is being pushed. You, you want to know what's going to be the death of fucking democracy in, in, in America is when one party completely controls the entire fucking show. That's how it dies. Democracy doesn't die because people you don't agree with have a voice. Democracy doesn't die because opinions you don't like are still allowed to be held. And it's the fact that they're pushing this so fucking hard is what really just bugs the living shit out of me. It makes me very uncomfortable with the direction things are going in this world. Because there are so many of these young and stupid motherfuckers that think this is how the world works. They think this is how things are. They think that they are somehow right just because they're the loudest, and it's being encouraged by these old motherfuckers that are holding the reins of things who have no real vested interest in keeping the world a decent place. They, they are old, they're on their fucking way out, and their goal is to die with as much as they can get on their grubby little mitts. Now, that may be a little jaded and cynical, but it's been a long day, and since I'm doing this <laughs> by the seat of my pants, that's what you get. It's not necessarily going to be the most well-thought-out and presented information, but this is where my thoughts are on the matter as we stand. So, to delve a little further into the territory of things that are coming up as a threat to the democracy and stuff I've seen, actually, even since I recorded the original MIA episode, um, there's been a lot of issues today. I, I've, I've been very busy, so I haven't been able to keep on top of everything going on, but there have been a lot of polling places having issues with their voting machines, which were a huge issue after the last election and huge signs of impropriety. So the fact that they're having all these issues in various places, or at least these issues are being reported in various places, it really makes you think, what the fuck have they been doing for the last two years? They knew this was going to be an extremely scrutinized election. They knew that people were going to be looking at it like, you know, making sure that things were on the up and up and making sure there was no way to complain about these things. And somehow they still managed to drop the fucking ball. They're having polling machines, not working polling places saying, Oh, well here, just leave your vote here and we'll, we'll take it to the counting center and it'll be counted there. This is really the stuff that people were complaining about in the first in the, in the well, in the last election, that's where there's all kinds of accusations of impropriety because they're leaving themselves open to it, and their behaviors are not conducive to transparency. They're not, it's all like very, oh no, hush, hush, you just have to trust us that whatever we tell you is wrong. And the problem is, all the people who were, you know, denying election results and complaining about this, it's exactly the kind of shit that gives them the ammunition to keep saying that. It's, and it's, they're doubling down on it. Like every career politician with a social media account right now is saying things like, oh, well, it's going to take time to count the votes because we have to count them. And I understand taking vote, counting votes will take time. But 
you have all kinds of other arguments saying, oh, well, you know, they're going to try and invalidate these votes. I mean, they've literally already, they've spent the last several days already preparing the, for the election denier results, saying that, okay, these election results are going to be contested if we win. And if, you know, both sides too, I'm not, I'm not taking a side on this. It's coming from both sides saying, well, if, if the election results don't go our way, they're, they're cheating for something. And Unfortunately, the way the system's set up, it leaves all kinds of, you know, possibility for that shit. I mean, between the 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 votes being mailed in and like I said, I don't trust mail-in voting for a very legitimate reason. We had mail-in ballots delivered to our house for people that have never fucking lived here, like ever. And well, you know, people can say, "Oh, well, that's just a mistake or maybe it was a prior resident or da 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 da." The house I live in, before it was constructed, was a vacant lot. Like always, it there was not there was there there was not a house here before the building I am sitting in right now. The building I am sitting in right now was built to the specifications of the current owners. It was built by the people who own it. No one else has ever lived in this house. The people who were on those ballots that were delivered to my address have never ever lived at this address. So, yeah, you, you, when people say, oh, well, we have to mail-in voting makes it fair and open to everybody. Eh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I yeah, I do think everybody should be able to participate if they want. Let's see, I got a comment from Javier. My friend got upset I made jokes about stealing the votes when he went to deliver theirs today. Yeah, I, uh, I've, 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 made a few jokes about it myself and uh generally as much as I rant and rave about politicians and political shit on this podcast I don't try not to shit where I eat so I don't usually talk too much about that stuff when I'm you know at work but um but yeah it's it, it it's uh it's it is utterly utterly ridiculous that people want to act like we should just blindly trust things like that. There, There's no way to verify that the people they say are voting are actually voting. There's no way to say that they can with certainty say, yes, this is we can guarantee these votes are accurate and valid because they can't. And a lot of people that want to, you know, I, I've heard a lot of the arguments about, you know, well, that's that helps make voting fair. But does it really? I mean, anybody who says things that like, oh, well, you know, minorities can't get ID and can't go to the voting place. Why the fuck not? I, I, I honestly think that is some of the most racist shit I've ever heard in my life because there's literally nothing stopping them from going to the DMV and getting an ID or getting a driver's license. Uh, there's literally nothing stopping them from being able to walk into the polling places. It's not, you know, 1943 anymore. There's not a bunch of mobs out there, like, you know, running off anybody that's not as lily white as my big bald ass. It's, there's literally no reason in today's day and age why you should not be able to get your ID and go vote in person. Um, other than the fact that, like, like I almost missed going to the polls because of being at work late. Not that I'm super, uh, su super convinced that there's any point in it. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If if voting really made that big of a difference, I don't think they'd let us do it. But um, ultimately, the, the the whole thing about it is, 
like I said, I've seen that the mail-in voting is fucked up. Like firsthand physical experience held ballots that I could have filled out written with my left hand on it to make a signature that doesn't match my own signature and mailed it in. I could have done this. I did not. I destroyed the ballots because they were invalid. But I want to know, you're supposed to request mail-in ballots. How did those get put in my mailbox in the first place? Nobody that lives here requested ballots for people who don't live here. Nobody went out and said, hey, let's let's get some ballots uh, at this address. And more importantly, why does the government all of a sudden have no problem mailing legal documents to a place that these people realistically should not have any sort of claim on any sort of, there should not be a record. They should not have a driver's license that says they live here. There should be nothing on file saying they live here because they, there's literally no way they ever could have. And so, yeah, things like that lead me to say the voting security, the election security is not what it needs to be for them to, be as divisive and shitheady as they are about it. Like I said, the fact that both sides are already talking about the election got stolen if if they lose and make sure you question everything and if 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 they file petitions to have these ballots thrown out, that's because they're cheating and I I just the, the fact that they took what should be a representative process where everyone gets a vo- a voice and it's a good thing for the growth and development of the country. And they turned it into this like utterly divisive battle for the soul of the country. And they don't campaign based on any sort of like nobody campaigns based on plans anymore. Everybody talks about things that the other side is doing wrong, but nobody really says what they're going to do to make things right. Other than, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And they don't say how they're going to get it done. They don't say any of the logistics of, all these promises that they're making that a lot of politicians make promises. They don't even have the authority to keep, but the vast majority of people in this country are not educated as to the rights and, and authority and powers of different positions. So they're completely unaware of the fact that this, uh, these people are making huge, you know, bold faced lies for claims of all the shit they're going to do if they get elected. But, in in this election cycle, we don't even have the same level of just bullshit promises because instead of talking about what they're going to do and how they're going to make things better, they are focusing on how the other guys are going to make things worse. There, there, there's not a lot of you know people making the effort to say, well, this is how we can make things better and this is my plan of how we're going to make things better. It's just if they win, everything as you know it is going to come to an end. If the if the Dems sweep everything, then freedom is dead in this country. If the Republicans take back any seats in Congress and they tip the balance, then your freedoms and your rights are going to be taken away from you. Some you know supposedly a historian, I I questioned the guy's credentials after he said this dumb shit, came out and said if the Republicans take back control of Congress, that he could see in a couple generations people's kids would be snatched off the street and killed by the government. That really doesn't work when you have divided political parties in control of different aspects of the government. Shit like that happens when one side controls everything. So the fact that this guy is going out and publicly making these statements, trying to convince people to vote blue, is 
utterly fucking ridiculous. The fact that he's allowed to make these statements without any sort of censure or being told to shut the fuck up because you're fear-mongering is a really big commentary on where things are at in the world today. It's 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 not a good thing. You know, it's not it's not what I would like to see for things in in our in our world. It's not what I how I want to see things going in my country. But it's the current like accepted state and the way people are doing things these days and it's like utterly fucking ridiculous to me that it is so just viewed as normal by people and uh yeah it's it's uh it is what it is um i'm not like i said i'm not happy about it i'm not real fond of the way things are going but you know what 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 can you do about it you can try and vote and play the game. You can try and maybe get involved in politics. I've I've talked about it a lot. If you're going to do things, you got to start small. You got to act locally. You got to do things on a scale where you can actually see some direct impact on your actions. Uh, that's really the only way we can combat this like national insanity that's going on is to try and do things on a small level. But I don't know if that's necessarily going to be how things work <laughs> either. But um, like I said, I, I mean, we can hope. It'd be nice to see things go that way. It'd be good to have things actually work out in, in, a, in a good manner for a change. But um, I'm sorry, I'm just, I derailed my own train of thought. Uh, yeah, now, and just one last little thing i'm kind of looking at the timer here i've already been going over a half hour so i'm already longer than most of my episodes that i post but uh, a thing that i had been thinking about recently uh particularly with all this like fear-mongering and just i don't know just a hateful rhetoric that's coming out of like literally every career politician out there and every time you try and get somebody from the outside that tries to run for office you get one of two results. Either nobody takes them seriously or nobody thinks they can win so they don't get the votes they need to actually win. But you have a lot of people that are like me that are really fed up with both fucking sides and this like partisan us versus them horse shit that just allows the people that are actually in control. You know, if you go on a, on a national scale, not maybe not so much on local and smaller scale stuff, but when you get to like state level and above, these motherfuckers, as much as they just in constantly and incessantly are at each other's throats publicly. They all, you know, play golf at the same course. They all, they socialize outside of the cameras. They, they are all hanging out in the same you know, wheelhouse. Even if they're not on friendly terms, they're all part of the same problem. And they're not really going to do anything to literally jeopardize that. None of them are legitimately enough about the people to, put themselves in, you know, the potential of losing face or losing their seat or losing their benefits or any of the other shit that goes along with it. So, uh, the thing I've been thinking about though, and like I said, this is kind of where I'm going to try and wrap it up is like I said, there's a, I think there's a lot more people out there like me than most people want to believe because we're not necessarily the loud ones we're not the ones that are out here running our mouths trying to bring attention to ourselves and trying to make everything about us we just want to be left alone and 
the more the two extreme sides, the left and the right, the more they push, the more they try and grub and grab and seize control and make it all about them and make sure we're all living their best lives. Uh, people like me are going to keep getting fed up. And I, I really think, like I said, if, if more people would go, you know, we don't have to be stuck in this two-party bullshit. There's actually a candidate out there that's not in either party that I agree with, and that's who I'm going to vote for. If we could get enough votes where people like that started getting taken seriously, things would be a lot better off. If you, But I think the, the, the extremism is what's getting to me. I, I think we're going to get to the point where all the people that just want to be left the fuck alone are finally going to get fed up. And I, it's, it's going to be you know something to be reckoned with when it does happen because the loud voices, the fucking talking heads, the fucking career politicians, they don't know how to deal with people that more or less just want to be left alone. They don't know how to deal with people that don't buy into this shit so they can't be so readily manipulated. There's the ones that don't get triggered by these, you know, little buzzwords that, oh, well, this is what our fight is about and this is what our problem is. The people like that are eventually we're going to get fed up and we're going to start, you know, <laughs> taking to the, not necessarily taking to the streets, but when it's time for those people to where they get pushed to the point where they're ready to break, it's not going to be something these people are going to be able to deal with it because they're not going to be reactive to buzzwords. They're not going to react to, you know, emotional bullshit of, oh, this is the big buzzword issue and you ignore all the other facts around you because this is what you need to focus on. Which is, you know, if you if you look at it, it's something all the politicians are doing and like I, I don't really watch TV anymore. Uh, everything we watch is like streaming. But on a couple of our services, we do have commercials on some of the stuff. Some of them because I'm cheap and some of them because that's just the way the platform works. So we have uh, Discovery Plus, certain shows play commercials. Uh, I don't see a tier option to remove the commercials from Discovery Plus, or I would because my wife is always watching stuff on that service, and I hate commercials. But in the uh, time leading up to this election day, pretty much every commercial I've seen streaming, and I'm sure part of it's because I'm located in Illinois, which is, you know, deep blue, and I'm right outside of Chicago, which makes it worse. I mean, if you get out to the rural areas, it's a lot more conservative than, than you'd probably believe, but I'm close enough to Chicago where I'm, I'm in a blue area. So literally every commercial has been either, you know, about abortion or basically calling out the Republican candidates as being horrible, horrible people and saying they're extremists. Literally, one of the commercials was, this candidate is too extreme to sit on Illinois' Supreme Court. And it was because he uh, opposes an abortion uh, policy. And so that makes him too extreme to be a judge on the Supreme Court of Illinois. And I must have seen this commercial 25 times over the course of the weekend. And it's not, you know, anything about policies beyond that one issue because they're not trying to, like, build a case for these are all the myriad reasons why this guy's bad. It's they want emotional reactions to one specific thing so they can just, like I said, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to evoke an emotional reaction than it is to build a legitimate, well-thought-out argument. And um, it's a lot easier to push divisive shit where you get to blame somebody else for all of your problems, where you don't have to take responsibility. Because unfortunately, that seems to be the case with a lot of people today. They don't want to own up. They, 
And that includes all these politicians who refuse to acknowledge, you know, win or lose on both sides too. As much as everybody that's, you know, on the left right now is loves to talk about how the right is a bunch of maniacal election deniers and all this other shit. This, these are the same people that spent literally every day from the end of 2016 to 2020 saying, not my president, stolen election. Um, you know, I mean, hell, Hillary's still talking about how she was robbed in the election in 2016. No, bitch, you're unlikable, and you lost multiple times. You lost nominations. You lost the, the run when you finally did get the nomination. Um, the, the, she actively stole the nomination from Bernie. I mean, they basically admitted as much. And she still lost, and she's still trying to say she got ripped off. But the right or the election deniers. It's this rhetoric that it's both sides. They're, they're all just fucking terrible. And they all use this divisive bullshit because it's so much easier to fan people's emotions and to get people angry than it is to actually present well-thought-out things because they might not be received so well because finding middle ground you know, involves having some things that aren't exactly your way, and that's just not what these fuckers want to hear anymore. And, uh, yeah, so that, those are just kind of my thoughts as we're, you know, coming to the close of the election day. The polls are closed here. It's almost nine o'clock, uh, local time, which means it's almost seven o'clock on the West coast, which I believe is when the polls will be closing there. And they're going to be talking about how, you know, it's going to take them a few days to get all the votes counted and yada, yada, yada. And we probably won't hear anything for, you know, a few days and. Uh, unlike when I was a kid, there have not been anyone coming out conceding anything. There, the elections that are already where like the exit polls are calling it and things like that, things that used to be a lot more, you know, like better indicators of how the elections are going to go. There's already people denying it and saying, "Oh, well, this was fixed and that's a, this is bullshit." And, you know, people turned out more than that. We know they were there because they're making you know social media posts about they're going to be there. So. The, the the utter just stupidity of all of this. Um, like I said, regardless of which way the elections swing, I, I don't see any immediate changes in in the immediate future coming. Um, and even if they were, I mean, I don't anticipate any of it being for the better. Uh, all we can do at this point is, you know, kind of keep our heads down, try and take care of each other, take care of yourselves and, like I said, I guess for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord. Come and interact, be a part of the show. Buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway. Thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.